up everybody welcome back to the roadblock podcast presented by uh cap industries and uh, and also naked underwear <laughs> naked underwear use andy pick 17 as the code and get 40 percent off and free shipping for all your underwear needs <laughs> love a good bs advertisement <laughs> welcome to independence boys how we doing independence that's actually the city i was born in independence kentucky welcome fun fact education <laughs> coop how are we uh, personally, not too good, and I'll tell you why. And this is something I meant to bring up last week and failed to do so, but I actually wrote this down in my notes app on my phone so I would remember. But I have some sad news to share, and it's that Andy has entered into my best Snapchat friends list. So anytime <laughs> I go to send a Snapchat, I see his name and his little, what do they call that, bitmoji guy just looking at me. With the it's red hair dude. and the hard part, and I, I, you're at the bottom of the list, so you're sixth or eighth or whatever. But uh, couldn't be sixth or ninth. He's in there, sixth <laughs> or ninth. Yeah, we'll yeah, call it yeah. sixth or ninth. But he's in there. So if I've been acting a little bit different, a little pissed off, you know why? <laughs> That's not big time. That is not big time. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but I'll do what I can to try and. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I can't compete with that. <laughs> I can't compete with it. Him and Pat, bro, like they got, dude, they got the trigger fingers, bro. I, I can't compete with that. Like, I have like 15 minutes in between calls at work right now. I have to be like, and I can't go anywhere. Might as well be on my phone. That's fair. That's fair. Well, fellas, I will get things started because we are not starving for content. Uh, we are. Our bellies are full, man. We <laughs> it's been content. City, man. This has been an absolutely completely normal day. Just been watching paint dry. Very boring. Nothing's really happened. I'm going to need what nine episodes say? a week to keep up. So <laughs> we've got coaching carousel, our Xavier roller coaster. We've got getting the hell out of Clifton. Uh, Ralstein telling people to shut up and dribble. Andy Dalton's got a new job. And, oh, yeah, the biggest event in all of college basketball for the entire year that we haven't had in two years. Holy the shit. Z- the Xavier Fan Invitational. The biggest event <laughs> in sports. We got that select. It is Selection Wednesday, everybody. Well played. How do we get this CBS sound clip in here? You think music is cool? <laughs> Let's do it. Man, not our best work. Well, it's our best work <laughs> as an independent so far. 
And I love the attitude all up from here. <laughs> Nowhere else to go but up. Appreciate that, cute big old facts. So I thought first we talked about the coaching carousels. That was the first thing that happened yesterday was just absolutely bonkers. I thought things – and I expected things to move quickly, but I wasn't expecting like season ends – Transfer portal is packed. Coaches are leaving. Um, and obviously the biggest news of the day was Dave Lado. Just kidding. Um, obviously it was Dave Lado. Archie Miller out at Indiana after four years. Honestly, has it only been four years of disaster over there? Four years. Jesus. Like, I've been calling for his head over there for like two, three years now. It's a tough job, dude. And I was talking about this on that other podcast I was on yesterday. Like, that UCLA-Indiana job, like – Getting close to Tennessee football territory, man. And they have no leash for their coaches, bro. Like, that is a career killer. Like, where does Archie go from here? And the thing about that, too, like, if you take away some historic runs for both of them, I mean, I think you still have to make the argument definitely for UCLA that they'd be a blue blood. But if you take away some really legendary runs and one coach from both of those programs, like, they're pretty average at that. And the expectations are still extremely high every year, like compete for conference championships, make the elite eight at the very minimum. And it's just not even close to being realistic. Tom Crean won the big 10 and got fired two years later. Made yeah. the sweet 16 fired two years later. Wasn't Indiana a one seed? Like, like 2012. Yeah, it realistically was not that long ago. I think Ben Hallen made like two or three final fours out of like four years or something like that, fired in two years. There's a whole, different, are, a whole different dog over there. And like a big difference is like they can afford it. They can afford buyouts. But, but they can afford it money-wise. But it's like how many more times can you miss before it's Tennessee football? Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Also, Mark Cuban is one of the donors that like paid for the buyout. That's actually true. Why? I don't, he's Why does Mark Cuban English. care? Uh, he went to IU. He's like, he loves Indiana basketball. He chose IU's business school literally because it was God. the cheapest school you could get into. I got to figure out a field yeah. that Mark Cuban cares about. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Should we you become don't... an Indiana Indiana basketball podcast? <laughs> I think maybe we should. Buy us out, baby. Um, I'm thinking of <laughs> Damn. I'll pay you, you guys $10 point. million and never talk about my program again. <laughs> Done. Stocks. <laughs> Done. It's over. And then obviously the second biggest story, Dave Lado finally uh, out at uh, out at the ball. My favorite tweet of the day, Dave Lado fired ob the obvious candidate, Dave Lado. Uh, <laughs> Is that not, not, not John Rothstein? Ron Jostein never Jostin. misses. <laughs> Dude, his coaching career is nuts. I went to Wikipedia and just followed his coaching career because it's normally it's like a pretty straight path. You know what I mean? Like start as a small assistant, then you go to a big assistant, then small school, then medium school, then big school. It's like small school, UConn assistant, head coach, UConn assistant, uh, DePaul, Red Claws, uh, back to DePaul. <laughs> Bro, he's just everywhere, dude. And uh, wouldn't surprise me if he's back in Chicago in about five to ten years. I mean, uh, can he take over for the Bulls? Is DePaul back? I, I think we're not. I think we're done asking if DePaul back. Is DePaul back back is what we need to start asking. When, De when Dave Lado comes back, is DePaul back back? <laughs> I, I mean, so – I think that really depends on how much time we're giving before he's back. Like, is yeah. it is it another three years before we get to late, Dave Lado 3.0? 3. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he will be yeah. back. He will be back. 
no question. He's he's been through Batman Begins. He just did his Dark Knight, you know, and obviously we're getting to round three here soon. So, uh, you know, Dave Leto will be back. <laughs> he just needs so, some time. Ooh, Dave Leto to Indiana just to leave for DePaul? Well, I mean, he obviously knew something. There was definitely something there for sure. Why else would Dave Leto leave? Because it wasn't yeah. DePaul's call. No it question. Was, okay, no. so he got this fantastic rec- recruiting class who now is going to decommit now that Dave Leto is fired. And – but now Indiana's going to hire him. He's going to bring that recruiting class to Indiana. Indiana basketball's back. Mark Cuban, <laughs> conspiracy theory. He knew it all along. See, I just can't think we're hearing too much about Brad Stevens to IU, and we should just be hearing more Brad Stevens to DePaul. Yeah. Best job on the market. It, it is. Uh, ever Until since Boston College got filled. Back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is wild yeah. watching the UNLV job open up and thinking, like, man, that could have been Mick Cronin. Like, that was something he seriously took into account. Like, can you imagine what's going through his head right now? Like, looking at the UC dumpster fire, like the UNLV job be terrible. And like, man, I, he's like, I must have – I wonder how self-aware he is because if I was him, I'd be like, I finessed all of college basketball. I'm the coach at UCLA. <laughs> yeah, like, it's still – I still see tweets, nuts. like, over the last two years where he's been at UCLA where it'll be like – I don't know. It was like Donald Trump is president. This team is undefeated. <laughs> Gas prices are this. And somehow Mick Cronin is the head coach at UCLA. God. Even, okay. It's even nuts. though it was the eighth, eighth choice, I mean, it, it still still counts. It's nuts, dude. If you had told me like that Russell Westbrook team and Kevin Love team that we played, like, yeah, Mick Cronin's going to coach this school in 10 years. I'd be like, <laughs> fucking what? <laughs> Oh my, he finessed everybody, dude. Like when you talk about like making the best of what you got, man, like he's making the best of what he's got. Is he actually a genius? He uh, might, he we, might be. Maybe. People are asking. <laughs> People are asking. So what do you guys think about this IU thing? Like it, obviously Brad Stevens not going to leave the Celtics, but like, where do you think they go? And like, who's, who realistically could they snag? Like I'm hearing like Nate Oates, potentially Chris. I don't think Chris Beard or Scott Drew would want to leave for that job. I don't think they leave for it. I think, I think they go like a, a small school head coach, maybe Pat Kelsey. That's rough for IU though. And, and don't you think if they're going to dump, <laughs> fuck you. Don't you think if they're, don't you think if they're going to dump like Archie Miller, who still had some stuff working, like, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like it had, it wasn't like it was John Brandon at UC right now. Like it hadn't fallen apart. Well, the nothing's like John Brandon at UC right now. Oh we'll get to that later. God, <laughs> man, look at my chops. But like he had like good recruits in there. Like he had reason to, be, you know what I mean? Like there were things building, I think. And so, I mean, I, I think he just recruited based off the name, like you're playing at Indiana at assembly hall. I mean, he's a good basketball coach, but he just proved to not be able to get it done in the, uh, yeah, like, like in a, in a power conference. Like he did well in the eight ten. he was the eight ten coach of the year for like one year. And sure. they thought it was a home run hire and it ended up not being the case. I thought it was, I, I, I couldn't, I, I didn't imagine going with that poorly. And uh, it's going to be interesting to me. I'm wondering if this is going to be similar to the UCLA coaching search where it's like, oh, we're UCLA. You know, like we can just push our weight around and go get Billy Donovan. Yeah, you know I mean, like, oh, you know, they're no. thinking they're going to get like, um, like Krzyzewski or Wojo. They, <laughs> oh, right. Because <laughs> they belong in the same bucket. You got to think that they must be on something, right? Like if they're just going to dump Archie like that. Uh, after not, a pandemic season. I think that they, they've probably been talking after. And they uh, would have danced last months. year too, right? That's what's kind of wild. They were, like They were squarely on the bubble. Okay. Can't relate. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like Bill Walton? Ooh, that there's that could that be something. Seen. I just don't know if that's I mean, that too far for him. Bad. 
Thad come out of retirement? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's just going to be wild. Like, they can't miss this time, dude. Like, I feel like they yeah, are like, one more failure away from, like, big wolf season. It's like they're, they're still Steele. in a position where they can, uh, they can hire and recruit based off the name. But it is, like you said, it's getting dangerously close to Tennessee football where they might have to start putting money in McDonald's bags just to get people to go there and still <laughs> fail. Um, <laughs> or steak and shake bags out there, I guess. <laughs> It's rough. Like, Anything else from coaching stick out to you guys? I I think for the most part it was just a bunch of other. I thought Richard Pitino got fired a little early from Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, I I really don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I know a whole lot about the Minnesota basketball program, but I was going to say. I mean, I will say I wasn't shocked. I was a little disappointed that he jumped the gun and thought he might not get a another job because I really thought that he'd be a good fit for Iona when Rick Pitino goes to Minnesota. Yeah. So I really yeah. thought that'd be a really good fit. I am hearing legit, bro. I, I've been just devouring college basketball content because of obviously it is what it is right now. But like literally Gary Parrish was like hardcore slam, like slamming his fist, Rick Pitino to IU. Hardcore. I, I honestly don't know why you don't give him a call if you're IU. But with what's open, like – I don't know. There's not like an obvious get, you know what I mean? Unless Scott Drew's willing to take it or Chris Beard's willing to take it. There's not an obvious. I, I think another one that could happen. I could see um, John Beeline potentially. Is, is he interested in get, coming back to college though? Maybe, but it's like, how could he turn that down? What else does he have? Because like, I, I think a big thing about, uh, I think he's still going to live with the aftermath of his comments. So I Maybe. think that might be a, a bit of a risk as far as like, uh, as far as image. Maybe, but Patino to IU would be fucking awesome. I'd, I'd be rooting for it. That'd be awesome. I think that'd be hysterical um, seeing Rick, like, um, like just like Les Miles to Kansas. If that happened, we would need to have, like, not a Xavier Invitational, but, like, a Midwest Invitational. Like, I would need, like, a field of, like, Xavier, Chris Mack in Louisville, Patino in fucking – Patino and IU, Calipari in Kentucky. Like, I would need – a fucking like Midwest banger, bro. <laughs> That'd be so fun. The Midwest would be That'd fucking be amazing. Lit. Oh my god, be awesome. I just want two seasons. I want a Midwest season where we just play like Ohio State, Kentucky, Purdue, Indiana, Louisville, like all those schools, and then just the Big East. Just two two individual seasons. Then we go to the NCAA tournament. You can't beat it. I mean, the SOS would be pretty up there. The Midwest conference, though, like the best in the Midwest would be a good fucking conference. I've been talking about yeah. this for a while. That would be a low yeah. league. Like we've always said, like Cincinnati, maybe not this year, but in a lot of years, it's kind of like the center of a lot of really good college basketball programs. Obviously, right. in town, Xavier, UC used to be good. Then NKU across the river. Wright State's made some noise lately. Same with Dayton, then Ohio State. Uh, Bowling, Butler, Bowling Green Stages. Uh, Bowling Green yeah, Stages landed PGSU, a four-star recruit. A Ziggy Zumba. And then uh, <laughs> Louisville, Kentucky. I mean, it's pretty talent rich. Moorhead State, I just learned out, is or just learned is not that far away from Cincinnati. Yeah. It was on one of those like Fox Sports yep. pages, like graphic. it shows a map. It's like closest school to you. I'm like, what school is that? And I'm like, okay, Moorhead State. And then I, I Google mapped it, and it is Ohio State is closer to Cincinnati, so they're graphic right. wrong. But, but it showed that it was Moorhead, and I was like, there's a joke there. I just don't. 
I can't think of what well, it is. You know what I mean? There's Moorhead State. Ohio State's playing Oral Roberts, who I mentioned, uh, I think, in the last podcast, saying it'd be hilarious God. if they played Ryder. I did not know Oral Roberts was named after a religious figure, so I'd like to apologize not only to God, <laughs> but also to Jesus. Um, but, hey, it, it's still funny. <laughs> And I low key want Indiana to go get Patina before UC does. Yes, please. <laughs> that would please. be a fire. That'd be a fire ass hire for UC. Just like he's still wearing the red and black, and right. I he's kind of he's kind of like a villain. He's he's a guy easy to hate. So all right, so I don't know how much I longer I can take it. Okay, we cool on coaching shit. Yeah, yeah who's, good. who's gonna get the UC job? Pat Kelsey. Uh. <laughs> Luke Fickle. Okay, yeah, both. fair. Okay, so I say we go local real quick. We'll talk about our junk here for like five to ten minutes. We'll get into our Xavier roller coaster. So, okay, so we're going to go down first. So we're going to do like the quick little mini hill before we get on the ch-ch-ch-ch. Okay, so we lose Tandy. Ouch. That was painful. I, I must say that was pretty shocking that it came so early. It was yeah. shocking that it happened. And I, I do respect that, that, though. You know what I mean? That's like, like the girl that, like, you date for a month and they break up with you. Like, okay, it wasn't going to work. Thanks for not wasting my time. You know? Right. Sweet. Um, and I what, I respect the, what I respect more is that he didn't opt out. He stuck with it and sat the bench. Me too, dude. With this. Like, I was really happy. To, I was honestly, like, when he when I saw the transfer, I'm like, that was the first thing that popped in my mind. Like, you know, he stuck it out. Like, I was thinking that all you, year. Kid. Yeah. I was thinking that all year. He easily could have, especially in the pandemic season, he easily could have just opted out and been like, this yeah. season's ass for me. You know what I mean? Like, easily could have. He stuck it out, man. I, I do respect that. And then he uh, stuck up for like, guys that were – he stuck up for Jason Carter like on his yeah. live. Like, he was like, – he, he was there for his teammates. That was <laughs> Real quick, incredible. can we talk about college basketball player lives? They go uh, – like, Kiki goes live and says words for, like, 5% of the live. Yes. <laughs> Like what? Are, but like the, the words he says are so telling. I remember, like it was oh. probably like December, early January, and he did a live. I don't remember where they were. Somewhere on the road. Oh I think, yeah, I think they were in uh, like, Omaha. Yeah, playing Creighton, and like Kunk was doing a live, and uh, Nate Johnson was doing one, like Colby Jones, and they were all in the same hotel room, just having a good time. And Kiki was watching like National Geographic alone <laughs> in, his, in his room, and someone like. He wasn't saying anything. It was just him watching TV and looking down on occasion and going back to the TV screen. And someone said, why aren't you with the other guys? It's like, why aren't I with the other guys? They didn't invite me. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And like, we got on, we did a podcast that night. And before we started hitting record, we're like, yeah, Kiki's going to transfer. And like, that's all it took. Yep. Like, this was even before his significant decrease in playing yeah. time. Like <laughs> we just picked up on it, but yeah, the, his, his lives are so telling, but I don't think there's any bad blood like with Xavier or anything. No, I mean, he was still like retweeting like all the, all his former teammates and stuff. He retweeted Nate. You know what I mean? Like, I think that he wanted things to work out. I definitely don't think it's like bad blood or anything like that. I think it was just the situation. Just uh, I, th- I think it, they both parties realized that, you know, it just wasn't going to work out. wasn't going to be a good fit going forward. And they were like, I, I do believe like if given, if, if it was even an issue, that um, Travis would give him, grant him a, a waiver, like yeah. wherever he would go. Like, there's, he's not yeah. gonna pull a Hampton or anything. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna Hampton him for sure. <laughs> Can we give props to Baggy Zave for calling that? Well, that is a tough call to make going into the season. I think he was everyone's at least third most valuable player going into the season. Then, was it Baggy or Q Ball? It was Q Ball. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, Baggy Rescinda, rescind the props from Baggy Zave. It is all cue ball. Well, it was under the Baggy Fam umbrella. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that was a hell of a call. Yeah, like because we were all talking about like, how he was gonna be a starter, and then he's like, "Man, watch, Kiki is gonna be the odd man out." That is a tough call. It just didn't. It's a shame that didn't work, but uh, I just think he needs to be in an offense where they're just willing to let somebody ISO. You know, like yeah. it's, that's just not the offense Xavier's trying to run. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. like it looks like he, he'll, he's obviously looking for a very high-paced offense. I was honestly thinking, like, for some reason, for some odd reason, I don't know why there's really no buzz about it. I was thinking immediately West Virginia. Interesting. I, I could see it. Really there's already heard from just, Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. Once I heard, once I saw the once I saw the list of I think it was like Auburn, Missouri State, um, UNLV was UNLV. on there. Oh, go go with the fighting Jared Ritters. That's just interesting because his recruitment was very local. Like I know it was down to like I know he was like UC was his lead until Xavier entered the recruitment. Like I know like I think, all of, uh, all of his schools Ole were local. Ole Miss was in there, I think. Yeah, Ole Miss was Ole in Miss there. Like, it was down to Xavier yeah. and Ole Miss. But he was yeah. going very local at first, so uh, good to know that he's not trying to stay local because there is one school that could very much use a, a basketball player to carry their friend to carry their entire school right now, they, and that would be the perfect fit. They just need a basketball player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> any welcome, but that would be one hell of a fit. Um, but then, I, and then also Daniel Ramsey leaves, which sucks. I just don't think it would have worked long term. It just sucked because. At least in my opinion, it was like the Elias Harden thing. Like we just loved Elias Harden, you know. <laughs> like the fan base just loves Daniel Ramsey and like was rooting for him. Um, He's a very easy kid to root for, for sure. There's just so many bigs. Like I, I remember saying that when Kunkel got like eligible, I was like, a, a guard's gonna have to transfer. Like yeah. you can't have Wilcher, Dewan, Scruggs, Johnson, and Kiki. You know what I mean? Like and have all of them happy. Like someone was gonna get boxed out, and that's what happened. Um, kind of like with Ramsey when you have all the bigs that we have, like someone's not going to, not going to work yeah. out. And, we, and, we, and especially when we run such a guard offense, like we run an offense based on space in the floor. We're not going to take out Fremantle. Shit, then, dude, our backup big was getting like five to 10 minutes. Yeah. A game. Our, our backup, back, backup yeah. center. Mm-hmm. Who was really fucking good. Yeah. I like, don't understand that one. I, I'm not, I'm not going to pretend to understand it. Um, Cause I think he was one of the more productive Every really time he was in, he was like a, a net positive every yeah. fucking time. Yeah, I don't he made an impact every time his shoes. I really don't understand that one. That one makes no that, sense. And no, like that's the thing. To defend it. Yeah, like, and we're not going to go down the Travis Steele rabbit hole, but like those are things that I understand. I still am definitely like not in the camp of like, hey, let's fire Travis Steele. But those are like fair points. You know what I mean? Like in my opinion. I don't understand why Brian Griffin's not on the floor more. I just really don't get it, especially with – and I'm not here to bash Jason Carter, but, like, with what he was giving us, which is literally nothing on offense. Like, he is he, – not only is he in nothing on offense, he, he jams the middle, which is exactly the opposite of what this team needs because he can't go out to the three-point line. Right. Like, everyone knows you can all have to guard him. Like, Except Brian Griffin – Unless he's playing in the uh, – unless he's playing in the Big East tournament because he is yeah. shooting 67% in his Big East tournament career. <laughs> I mean, Impressive. Yeah, he made the he made the big one to go. I think three of eleven for the game. Um, <laughs> and he made the big one. Uh, but yeah, I just don't understand that one. And like some of the rotations, and like down the stretch there, when when Steele's just watching Carter like shoot five, six, seven shots in the last three or four minutes, I'm like, why is our by far lowest percent field goal percent shooter like and ending our you know like why are we riding him out on offense to end the season? Like I just can't understand that for the life of me. We're, I'm not even gonna pretend to understand it. I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna defend it. Yeah, uh, 
it's not time to get into like, that. I don't think, but like I, I get those questions. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. And like, I know I'll be, I, I've been probably the biggest Travis Steele defender. Um, and support. I'd like, I'd like to see a bigger one. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> right. You are the final boss of, of uh, Travis Steele defenders for sure. <laughs> well, it's, uh, like, I mean, I, I, I'll also admit, I, I'll also be one to admit that he does have flaws. He does need to. Um, I think he's going to figure through, but... these things out. There's just yeah. times where I'm like, it's kind of like when I look at the government and I'm like separation of power. You know what I mean? I'm just like, we hired that extra coach to be on the sidelines right next to Steele. We have Hayes, Jackson, and fucking Ben Johnson. I'm like, is no one going to be like, yo, Carter ain't got it going, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> is no one going to tap and be like, like, I just feel like there's enough eyes on the court to be like, uh, I don't know yeah. about this right now. Like, <laughs> I don't know if this is how we need to be feeding our offense, you know, to end our season. And, and he, he did learn that from Mac, I feel, where, like, you ride the seniors out, um, the, the guys that have uh, been there been there before. But the, there's, there, there's a point where you know, it's just not working. Yeah. Like, and, too, with yeah. Carter, bro, I swear, half the time he shot it, he didn't even look at the fucking basket. Yeah. Like, he's just throwing the ball up there on some of those runners. Like, I'm going to call it what it is. Like, I've, yeah. like – I've watched a lot of basketball in my day. Like he's <laughs> he's not he's just trying to get it up there. Yeah. Uh, he, well, I think as, freak as out. a defender, as a defender, you read like the offensive player's eyes, right? So, <laughs> I mean, if he's not looking at the basket, I mean that's I mean that that in theory is really good offense. One would think, yeah, one one would think. So I definitely appreciate that. But the, then, the no look shot. So we went down, and now we're gonna ching ching ching. We're going back up, baby. So Johnson, this is massive news, and I saw a tweet today that was like, "This is like getting the best grad transfer on the market, essentially, in my opinion, like just as big." Yeah, I mean, like getting who was our third best player all season back, who already knows the system, can do everything and exactly what this team needs. We've already it, seen him shoot well in this system. It's fucking massive. So Nate Johnson comes back. He says, "One more ride, unfinished business." Man. The vibes were – especially – today was a good day. Yesterday was yeah. funny, but, like, not, like, Xavier good because it was obviously shit for Xavier. Yeah. Nationally, it was good. Um, it was funny. We got some laughs. We got some things to talk about. And, and, and just tournament to like, I got tournament. I got tournament content going all day long. I got my big bracket back here. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, that's obviously a boost. The weather's nice. But, like, man, this going into NCAA tournament week, I got what I need, bro. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, like – I was I'm not I was in a big depression since Wednesday. Yeah. I, I didn't even want to look at a basketball. I watched the um the Big Ten tournament. That's pretty much it. Um and I, did, I couldn't really fathom watching the Big East tournament outside of Georgetown once I accepted that we weren't making it. Um but this is what brought me back. I'm now excited. I entered two tournament challenges right after that happened. It got me excited <laughs> about um, college basketball again. Like, I'm back, baby. Two of 69. Back. <laughs> Over there. See, I was okay. I just didn't want to talk about Xavier. Like, I was cool with basketball. Like, I was like, I can talk tournament. I can talk this. I can talk that. I just don't want to talk about Xavier basketball right now. I need well, the like, tournament be, reminded I, me of what we, where we should be. I, I, I was able to compartmentalize to it, I guess. I was able to compartmentalize it. Like, I don't know, man. We had five chances in it. I just slowly watched it, and it was just kind of, like, easy to see it come, and I kind of got over it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I just didn't want to talk about Xavier. Um, I was just kind of ready to put that aside and enjoy the best event in sports, you know what I mean, and not think about Xavier basketball for a little bit. I'm kind of, It's kind of nice to me that we're out of our misery already. Like, you know what I mean? I'm kind of nice that it's behind us. You know what I mean? Like, we already got it out of our system, and now we can just enjoy the NCAA tournament. It is absolutely relieving. Like we can just yeah. like this is just now it's gonna be the fun. It's a fun week. Sure. The greatest 
uh, event in, in sports. It's going to be nice to have no rooting interest. Like, my brother and I say this all the time. It's like, when Xavier loses, I need at least, like, a round or two to get over it, you know? Like, if we lose in round yeah. 32, I'm not really paying attention again until, like, the Elite Eight Final Four, you know? It really depends on how far we go. Like, yeah. uh, when we lost in the Elite Eight to Gonzaga, like, we lost to Gonzaga. Like, mm-hmm. we really can't right. be mad at that. All right. right. We had we great turnaround. Let's get excited for the like this is gonna be a fun final four. We're playing with house money, yeah. But and um, I think too, I mean, we're all pretty like accustomed to this as Cincinnati sports fans, like watching the postseason with no rooting interest and our team <laughs> not being there. So we're used to not it. in college hoops, feel right at home, man. No, not not in college hoops. That's true, but I mean, it, to an extent, like you can watch the games, not feel the pressure, and like it's not nice. root against teams because it's like, oh well, we need this team to beat this team because I'd rather play them than play <laughs> we need Duke Lehigh to beat Duke. We need right. Lehigh to beat Duke. Oh, look, CJ McCall. What? And then, yeah. But it is nice to just kind of sit back and watch it all unfold. To it, Obviously, it's the second best option. But at least it's kind of like no stress. If you miss a game, yeah. who cares? Whatever. Right. It's going to be a blast. I mean, personally, I'd rather have my heart broken than this. So I'm not going to call it the second best option. So I'd I'd rather lose in the round of thirty two than win the NIT, or not be well, in a tournament right well, now. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, but now it's over though, so I'm just trying to see the yeah. positive. You know what right, I mean? Like, like now I'm Xavier, excited again. The Xavier L's are out of the way. We can just enjoy the best best event in sports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And have good news going into it too. Yes. Like, like without well, the Nate news, I, there would still be like the lingering like, oh, I don't know if I love where X is at. And I still think yeah. we still have even without Nate, I'd still feel pretty good about the future. I don't know about next year's team per se, but like the future still looks bright. I mean, like we got Colby Jones who's looking like he's going to be one of the best Xavier players in a while. Yeah. Dwan Odom's a fucking stud too, but they're sophomores. You know what I mean? So I'd be like, ah, you know. And then you got Fremantle inside, but there's things to figure out there. So there still like are things to figure out. But like the Nate Nate Johnson coming back, dude. You think about those four starters. Dwan, Colby, Nate, and Fremantle coming back. And then the new terrible. four four. Then and then obviously there's eyes emojis. Rumblings. There are hashtag, hashtag rumblings. rumblings. <laughs> well said. That felt like Dickie Simpkins. Hashtag splash. <laughs> and by the time you listen to this, you'll probably know what we're talking about one way or another. Now, okay, so we might as well talk about it. You guys want to? Real quick. Uh, should we like name drop or anything or like talk about what we're hearing? Well, I think we know what we're talking about here. So, all right. So we have heard rumblings and it's been said that the all expectation right. is that at least one more senior will come back. And uh, we'll, we'll just go ahead and say it. Jason Carter. He's back. <laughs> he's back, baby. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey, why is Julie throwing up? <laughs> Anyways. Literally, um, Coop, dude, you tweeted that or you said it to the group and she freaked out. She was so hyped about Nate for like three, four minutes. We were just celebrating for like five minutes straight. She was like, fuck. <laughs> and like the next, I, Coop, I was looking mad at you because the next six minutes I just hear bitching. Like we're supposed to be just enjoying the Nate Johnson moment and just bitching for like legit like seven, eight minutes straight. For those like, who damn uh, it, Coop. don't know what we're talking about. Uh, God damn it, Cap. Cue ball, he said, I told you guys to think about the seniors possibly coming back. This was seconds, minutes after Nate Johnson said he's coming back. And I said, think about Jason Carter coming back. And, I mean, I kind of did mean that somewhat sincerely. Like, I think there's a good chance, and I personally would not be upset if he came back. But uh, I did – it was a full just can of worms opening in the group chat. And uh, (laughs) a very mixed reaction. Yeah. (laughs) Right. A little bit of a split. People who don't know, like 
Julie might hate Jason Carter more than she hates me. And that hey, is both of us combined. It's just a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to comment on that. But so I, I, I have heard though that that's not an expectation. That's not an expectation. Um, so it, that leads me to believe it's at least one of Scruggs or Griffin, which would be huge. Scruggs did share it on Instagram with the eyes looking with emoji, emoji, which always means big shit coming. Yeah, I mean that is like essentially the emoji version of big shit coming. The only thing that would have made it even more uh, rumblings is is if he did the thinking emoji. Okay, yeah, that could be a yeah, that's yeah. that's definitely the rumblings that'd emoji for sure. If I typed in rumblings, I'm sure that'd be the first emoji to yes. pop up. But so here's here's my thought of process here, my thought process. That sounds crazy. You know, what I mean that he would come back. He was already a year older coming into Xavier. Four years plus another year after already being older sounds nuts, but and you know, hashtag to Rick here. I'm stealing your content. I don't care. You know, it, he's not gonna care anyway. He's not gonna listen to this. He's got <laughs> enough shit to deal with. I've been following Xavier, the Musketeer Report long enough to kind of get a, a read on the tone. You know what I mean? And the read on the tone is that's what it sounds like because that question has been asked. It's been being dodged, and no one's being dodged. It's probably the case. Now my logical brain says no, but like the way I'm reading the tea leaves. Says yes. I mean, I don't know. I, I'd say it's a 50-50. And so, like, um, I was I was telling someone before, like, I I'm personally not getting my hopes up, but it's right. really hard not to with uh the things that are being said because like um no one is confirming it or saying it, but if it was not true, they just ignore it because like they'd be like that's just ridiculous. That doesn't deserve a response. Right. But, but. they're saying I'm not not saying it. <laughs> it and just seems like yeah. one thing one thing to think about too obviously if paul scruggs didn't come back it's he's not like an nba player or anything like that i mean maybe g league or something but also i mean the most likely route would be like overseas basketball but you have to think too with the covid uh, scenarios and stuff like that a lot of the salaries are down across mm-hmm. all of professional basketball overseas so, I mean, it could benefit Paul Scruggs just to come back another year, get his stock even higher, and then kind of enter that when there's a lot more uh, just normalcy. Sure. If that is the route he thinks he'll end up going. But, I mean, it's something to think about. It's definitely yeah. a different year, and there's a lot of variables, just kind of what I was thinking. But I think, I, th- I mean, 50-50 is the case for everything. There's a 50-50 chance <laughs> he's – at Xavier, or there's a 50-50 chance he's not He could there. say I yes, mean, just, or he could say no, per source. Just like there's a 50-50 chance that us three are playing for the Cincinnati Bearcats come November. We you know, think or does, I'm going to fundamentally disagree with this, because that's just not a 50-50 chance. Yeah, but, <laughs> like, I would absolutely not be doing that. That is not happening. It, well... You never know. Money <laughs> it could talks. happen or it couldn't happen. That doesn't mean it's 50-50. Uh, make the McDonald's bag may show up. But here's the way uh, I'm thinking about this. Bag. So it may happen. So, like, here's my thing. So I, I did see Snow say that during senior night, there were a bunch of se- – there were some seniors, quote-unquote, that didn't want to do it because they knew it wasn't going to be their last game in CentOS. So it, it just sounds like it's going to be multiple seniors coming back. It could be one more. could be two more. Like, if it's Scruggs, I think you got to have an expectation of a top 15 team. Going to next year. Yeah, I think you have to, especially with the growth of um, Colby, Dwan, and CJ. Like yeah. that's a core, that's a core right there. Then- if it's if it's Griffin, very nice addition. You know, what I mean Absolutely. that's a very nice addition, and we have pretty much all we need inside. If it's both, oh, shit, boy. yeah, 
shit. And then I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to comment too much on the Carter stuff. Like, I don't know. Part of me is just tired of watching him play offense. Um, well, Snow did. Snow did say if he came back, it would probably be a reduced role. Because also, too, you look at the two recruits are bringing in. They're both fours, in my opinion. Cesar Edwards is a four slash five, in my opinion. Elijah Tucker's a four slash three, in my opinion. Yeah, like uh, I see Tucker as a guy that he, he his natural position is a four, but if we do go big, he can play the three kind of like Jason Carter did last year. Only he'll play a little better on offense. Um, we hope so. <laughs> and like the fact that oh, uh, like because Rick kind of knows his audience, and um, he knows that on the boards they do not like Jason Carter, and um, he it was said, hard to watch at times, man. Like I, I'm gonna call it what it is, and it, it kind of was, but like they they the old people over there really hated him. Yeah. And you know how meltdowns can go over there. But Rick did say that <laughs> after Nate troll. Johnson said, <laughs> after Nate Johnson said, he's um, saying, he said, I don't think the new, the, from what, from the rumblings I've heard, I mm-hmm. don't think the good news ends here. And I don't think he'd be saying that about Jason Carter to them. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I, I think that's a good point. It just doesn't. And they've said multiple times, they're not expecting it to be Jason Carter right now. And I know they're getting more Intel as things go on. Like they're hinting that they have Intel of who it's going to be. And they've that's specifically true. said, I'm not expecting it to be Carter. So I think you that's can take that for what it is. I'm saying JC to G JC for GA. And I wish him all the best in the world. I also just think like the fan base is kind of turned on him too. Like, I think, I don't think he wants anything to do with it either. Like I, I this could not would, have been a fun honestly, year. For Carter. I would not want to deal with Xavier Twitter. If and I nothing against Carter. the guy. And sometimes you just get into a tough space where like, you just don't got it. Like I've been there in life where you're just kind of getting your ass kicked and like, you need just kind of like time to recover and just kind of recenter. Like, cause I know he can play. You know what I mean? Like we We've know he it. can play. We've seen him play. Like sometimes you're just getting your ass kicked and it's just kind of hard while you're getting your ass kicked to like recover and bounce back. You know what I mean? That can be tough. Like, well, it's like there's, he, there's that big mental thing. Like um, especially when people are yelling at you for shooting, mm-hmm. um, then you take like, like you said, he seemed like he was just like throwing up those shots. Very well could be a mental thing. Like he thinks, should I be yeah. taking this shot? Right. And he looked can't. like he was thinking a lot in his Xavier uniform. Yes. He looked like he spent a lot of time thinking. I think he kind of needs more of like an open – like I think at Ohio he was the man. Like he he would, he needed to play with freedom. You know what I mean? Like he needed to be the guy getting everything. Like he looked like he was thinking a lot in his game uniform because I think there was a lot of talent around him. Maybe he wasn't used to that. I don't know. But for whatever reason, it just was not working for him. Almost intimidated at times. I think more so last year. There were just times when he had the ball. It was almost like afraid to – do some things yep. and probably just because the competition was day in and day out a lot tougher than playing against max schools but yeah but he cared know. he played hard like i have nothing against him i i'm just i just don't want to watch that offense anymore if i'm being completely honest with you but i do wish him the very best and, and if he does come back you know well, i'll be happy for it you know what i mean like he'd be I, welcome I believe, back with open arms like yeah, yeah i included. believe he'd be better like it, it may he may need obviously just clear his mind just to, you know what i mean to come back but we'll see it doesn't sound yeah. like it's gonna happen but we'll see from there i'm cool on xavier stuff i feel good I, if you guys have any more to talk about it's just good to get some good news going into the tournament Right, like I'm hyped again. This is this is another yeah. Xavier party episode. We are back. Baby. <laughs> we are back. That is such huge news, man. And and if it happens tomorrow, like if, if we end up getting Paul Scruggs back, like that's gonna be. We don't normally get a lot of those like off season moves. You know what I mean? We're like we're like waiting for a guy to come back. This would be the biggest thing I can think of in an off season since Trayvon Blewett coming back his senior year. Yeah, and we know where that led. That went where that went pretty well. Now it, I don't know if, it, but it's not that big. But it would be the biggest thing that I can remember since then. Right. And um, I'm honestly like, I expected Trey to be back. Um, 
I was not expect. I as far as like being surprised, and I'd be so I'd be as hyped about Paul Scruggs as I was Trayvon Blewett because I was not expecting it at all. And we I would just be fucking good. Yeah. And if Paul comes back, we'll get, like I think without Paul, we have a chance to be good still. But there's still a lot to figure out with Paul. I can't see any way this isn't a top twenty-five team. It should be a top fifteen type of team, but I can't see any way it's not top twenty-five. If it was back. not a top twenty-five <laughs> team, I think we do need to start looking at the. That, that, that was what I was saying to Julie today. Like if, if Paul doesn't come back and we don't have the type of year we want again, I think you can still say like we had a young team, blah, 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 blah. But like if Paul Scruggs does come back and we struggle somehow, I don't know how that could happen, but it could happen. You know what I mean? It happened this year. You know, like if we do struggle with Paul, I don't know how and you no can shutdowns. sell that. Right, exactly. You have no yeah. other excuses. Like that's a tough sell for Steele. Like, because I think there's enough narrative right now where, you know what I mean? COVID, blah, blah, blah. Next year, young team, blah, blah, blah. This, if we get Scruggs and it still doesn't go great, I don't know what you say. Because you have upperclassmen Fremantle, you have super senior Scruggs, super senior Nate Johnson. Stud depth, like, man, I don't know. Yeah, Stanley, Kunkel, like, loaded. Like the, like the roster next year, if you, even without Scruggs, we have a ton of talent. You know what I mean? Maybe the pecking order needs to get figured out. But like, if you have Scruggs next year, you are loaded. Yes. Loaded. And so like the, next year, it's, it's a big year for Travis Steele. Big year. Either way. But if you do get Scruggs, you got to get it done, man. It's, it's tournament or bust. You need to point. get, you yeah. need to get yeah. a seed in the NCAA tournament. You're favored to win at least. Mm-hmm. So I think you, you eight, need like a six, eight or, seven seed or higher, in my opinion. Or an elite eight run. Yeah. Or you need to go to the Sweet 16, okay. like, in my opinion. Like, you need to have a ranked year or, or find your way in the Sweet 16, in my opinion. And be a, be a quad one team. Yeah. But enough of the Xavier stuff. I'm just hyped. We got great news. And I think with Nate and all we got coming back, we at least have hope to compete and be pretty dang good next year. I think you should at least expect to be in the top five or six of the Big East next year with what we got coming back. I don't know where you guys yeah. feel. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't, think, I don't think you're thinking top three, but I think you're thinking top five or six. In top the middle. three is very yeah. hard to top three is very hard to predict in the East. Yeah, if we get Paul, I'm expecting top two or three. That's like, I, I got yeah, my I just, I just know how Paul tough the, I just know how I just know how tough the Big East is. Yeah, and I have to look around because nothing happens in a vacuum, but I'd feel pretty fucking good. Yeah, like I, I would say top five, it would be guaranteed. Nova loses. Nova just, loses a lot. Yeah. Like I know that Creighton's losing a decent amount. Zeg could came could come back. I think that Balak is a senior. If I'm not mistaken, and then come back as well. Though. Then UConn's not going to have book night. I mean, they still have other talent around him, but like, and I think it, it was RJ Cole too because I think he was a grad transfer. Yeah, but shit, we'd be bringing back fucking everything. And I think uh, their their sophomore or their senior that shoots uh, the tall guy, what's his name, Tyler Polly. Tyler Polly's a senior, but like, we would be returning as much as anyone, and we were pretty good this year when we were healthy. I don't know. So, anyway. I mean, big, big, high, very high hopes. I mean, the, I know Xavier Nation likes to be a little negative sometimes, but there's plenty to be excited about. I know I've, I've said yep. it before. We beat, we beat the Xavier back. stuff into the ground. Somebody to move on. Right. It's just hard not to talk about Xavier. Go Muskies. Okay, so Rothstein told athletes to shut up and dribble. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just didn't know that was in his programming. It's just nuts, dude. And and I don't want to talk about this way too long, I guess. But like, you make your entire living off of college athletes being entertaining and the most entertaining event in sports. And like, come on, dude, come on. Honestly, I don't know how anybody can side with the NCAA ever. 
to begin with. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Like, there's every reason Fuck to pitch the about NCAA, the NFC, NCAA. Right. Fuck them. Like, that was just a bold move on Rothstein. He's been getting kind of dragged, honestly. I think and he kind of deserves kind it. Of, we've kind of said that Rothstein, like, there's no way it's one guy running his account because he'll tweet at, like, until 4 a.m. And then the next tweet's at 6 a.m. And it's like, okay, well, there's no time for him to ever sleep. So it could have been one of his assistants or clones that tweeted that and just posted Probably it. Probably wrong I don't account. Know. Yeah, it could have been. So who knows? It but. wasn't one of the hits. Where do you guys stand on that, though? Like, like obviously, I, I don't know. They're getting scholarships. But, like, dude, this tournament generates so much fucking okay. money because of them. Like, because of the players. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we are not here to watch da- um, watch Gavin. Take care of him. This isn't the NIT. I mean, if you're playing the NIT, like, all right, I'm expecting, like, some fucking, I don't know, some cold sandwiches or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have high expectations. Mm-hmm. It's the NCAA tournament, man. Like, like we're, you're going to make $800 million off of this event. Like, can we get, you know, like, three decent meals a day? You know what I mean? While we're stuck you in our hotel room? Like, come on. I it's mean, not like you're feeding a football team. Teams of I 12. mean, even just going on, like, business trips for work or something, it's like, oh, yeah, you have – obviously, we could go out and stuff. But it's like, yeah, you have, like, you get a decent 30 per bucks per meal. Yeah, yeah 30 – like, yeah, go to right. the hotel, cafe, or whatever, or something's catered. Like, you'd think they could do something. Right. And, like, I get, like, isolation stuff. That's kind of something you kind of have to do. You know what I mean? Like, I get that sucks. But, like, I get parts of it because, like, part of me is just, like – Dude, it's an NCAA tournament, man. You do what you can to make it happen. Like, you got to be juiced up the NCAA tournament. You know what I mean? But, like, not feeding them adequately. Come on. I mean, maybe they were cold-cut sandwiches in all all right. honesty. And they Who were knows? just expecting, like, something hot. And Who knows? cold-cut now, part of me, sandwich. Now, when it was the, N- the NBA bubble and they were bitching about it, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm going to be the first one to say, like, they had golf courses and golf carts running around Disney. You know what I mean? Making four, $14 million a year. You know what I mean? Like, fuck out of here. Jimmy you know what I mean? Butler had his own little coffee shop. <laughs> right. Like, that was not a bubble, bro. That was a fucking vacation. Like, I, I know it wasn't it great, but, like, you're staying at a resort. Like, you get to do whatever the fuck you want. I see, like, LeBron running around in a golf cart with Anthony Davis fucking around. Like, that's not the same thing as being locked on your floor with cold food. You know what I mean? Right. That's not the same. Yeah. I know and, it's not. And also, either, but. same point, they're making a lot of money. A shit ton of money. Yes. Like Birch is making nothing. They are making nothing but, you know, the, like, what? An overpriced education. That, yeah, an overpriced That's all they education. Get. Hey, but they get their books taken care of. <laughs> right. Which is <laughs> shit they wouldn't want to have to do unless it was, like, the structure of how basketball works. <laughs> It's so funny. Watch it be like an NCAA violation to get the stimulus check or something. <laughs> nope, you're we'll have Marcus. Marcus might have to look in there. Marcus needs to get on that. <laughs> yeah. We need to that's part of the media's obligation. You gotta call out the bullshit. <laughs> but anyway, Rothstein always uh not reading the room. Appreciate oh. you, Rothstein. I think he's always starting with the NCAA. Dude, he is, bro. And that's what that's what I saw today. Someone was talking about like how He's monetized his brand, and he's become such an NCAA – call it what it is, like nut sucker, dude. He's always sucking the NCAA's nuts, bro. Like, fuck the NCAA. Ew, grody. <laughs> yeah, he's always sucking the NCAA's nuts, dude. Like, get out of here. Like, I don't know. It's just a dumb side to take, in my opinion. Like, all these kids, dude, and especially when these kids get held accountable, and, like, the people that make all the money don't. It's so <laughs> stupid. 
It's so dumb. Yeah. Like, and how, even like, in the year, like I know we just like, right. the entire economy took a huge hit with with the shutdown and everything. But how much money do you make off these kids every single? You went like yeah, a hundred years straight of having an NCAA tournament and making a shit ton of money off of it. You can't feed them hoagies. <laughs> it's not that tough. It's not that tough. And it's like, dude, like, I don't know. You're going to hold these kids to the fire every single time anything happens. We give them so much shit for transferring, you know, and just doing what's best for them to make no money, to also make no money. A, a lateral move, you know what I mean? Giving them all shit. And we let Sean Miller – and we love Sean Miller around here. But, like, letting Sean Miller keep his job. If you have your eyes open, you know that Sean Miller's doing some fuck shit. We love Sean Miller around here. I like Sean Miller. I'm completely indifferent. Okay, I like Sean Miller, so. <laughs> I mean, I don't think yeah. he should have his job anymore, but I do like Sean Miller. And I don't like, mostly because he drags Mick Crum, Mick Cronin. And and, about him. Every time I hear his name thrown in for Travis Seals replacement, I, I die a little inside. If it hasn't been for the, all this <laughs> bullshit, I would I would hear it. But like, how does he still have his job, dude? If you're even paying a lick of attention, like, but it, you know, hey, just was, keep making. There was like a recording of him talking about about how much we're gonna give thousand dollars. Yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah. I don't understand it. But now, nah, yeah, fuck it. He just can keep making his two point eight million a year, like more money than the average American will make in their entire lifetime in one year. Yeah, and all, we hold all these kids to the fucking fire. It's so stupid. Fuck the NCAA. Fuck John Ross. Like, um, who is it? Um, Shabazz Napier accepted a Gucci backpack. Right, we need to hold him accountable. Yeah. <laughs> I heard Anthony Davis. I live in Lexington, so I hear all these UK stories. I heard this story where Anthony Davis had this job where for one hour every Sunday, he would deliver one pizza for $4,000 to the boosters. <laughs> he had a job at like the local Domino's delivering one pizza for 4K. <laughs> That's a hell of a tip. <laughs> It's just so crazy how, like, I don't know, it, like, the NCAA punishments and stuff like that, they're not always congruent with uh, what has happened. Like, you, you have, like, these players openly admit to, like, getting paid and stuff like that. Like, haha, Clinton Dix, when he went to Alabama, he's like, yeah, I made $100,000 there. It's like, okay, that's fine. And then, uh, then it's like Chase Young. Chase Young uh, accepted free plane tickets so he could fly his girlfriend to the Rose Bowl. And that's it. And they're like, you're suspended for two games. Like, why? Yeah. But I, I don't know. Dude, there's a local NCAA. one that was just absolutely – like, the NCAA is on some fuck shit for this. Um, so, you know, like, um, DeAndre Ayton uh, accepting $100,000. We uh, have people accepting money, like, accepting hookers left and right. They're, they're all yeah. fine. Fake classes at North Carolina, they're all fine. But a Division three women's team, when their best player um, – tore her ACL. Um, she, she, her dad is Randy Moss, so he's not around. Um, mom's not around. Her um, grandpa just died at, at this point. She has nobody. Who takes care of her? Uh, she um, she goes and lives with a grad assistant who's a co close family friend, but he happens to be a grad assistant, and he takes care of her while she can't walk. They strip their national championship. Um, because oh, of that. Come on. Yes. That's ridiculous. NCAA way to stay consistent. <laughs> Congruent. <laughs> way to hold them accountable. Jesus Christ. That's what's wrong with the world, man. NCAA, you're what's wrong with the world. You're ruining everything. I hate you. Uh, everything. Okay. Speaking of awful, let's get the hell out of Clifton. Everyone's doing it. Damn. <laughs> there, it's some fun times Bad over there, look. Clifton. God. 
damn dude they got the stink and everyone's trying to get the hell out and i love it dude i hate how much i love it like part of me is like feeling bad about it but i just can't stop absorbing now the, i do the have this DC. theory do you think that they saw the the uh, meltdown on wednesday and saw xavier dynasty tell me if he ever sees me in clifton he's gonna kick my ass do you think they saw that and like i gotta get out of here no question definitely yeah, intimidated they were definitely intimidated by xavier dynasty <laughs> how could you not be <laughs> Also, uh, Xavier Dynasty, in the off chance you're listening to this, just, like, shoot me an Addy. That means address, um, not Adderall. And I will gladly pick up Andy from his home, his household, and drive him to Clifton. And I will be recording, and I will yell, World Star, and we'll just see what happens. I'm in on that. And then then Julie's going to come out from an alley. And just I'll call Marcus and see if he can week. get the exclusive coverage on that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, bad things are happening in Clifton back on topic for, well, for UC. Uh, do they have basketball players? That's a big question. Not right now. People I, are asking. I think, I think this is an honest stat. I think they're down to three or four scholarship players on their uh, roster. I think it's three. Ooh, I man. think it's Davenport, technically Madsen, um, uh, David and Julius. I and think they've got uh, – Michael Adams Woods. Adams Woods, yeah. Yep. So, okay. they lost some so good they're down to four. Too. Four, maybe. They lost some good ones. I yeah. remember watching them against Houston for the first couple minutes of the game, and I fell asleep. I was like, they've got some dudes. Yeah. Like, I don't, I like Xavier's roster a lot better, but I was like, Terry Eason, Davenport, like Terry Saunders. Eason's the guy that I want. Yeah, like Adams Woods. I was like, yeah, yeah. they got some stuff to, to build on. Dude, Cl- gutted. And the fact that they have zero recruits coming in, not a good sign. I like your 2022 class should have been locked up for months, like before think. the season came in. Like that's like that's when Xavier had like that's when almost every school had their their class locked up, like before the season even started. It's way too late to be recruiting. You're recruiting next year's class right now. Yeah, uh, you're, you're yeah. recruiting the class of 2022. 2021 is over. Right. This is bad. Yeah, that, it's just a straight up dumpster fire. Like they're gonna have to obviously play the transfer portal and stuff like that, and hope for the best, or maybe pull some players from UC Claremont or something. I don't know. Honestly, I remember, like that might be the route. I remember playing NCAA like 2007 or 2008 basketball game, and like when I was playing at some trash school and I couldn't get enough recruits to come in, it just like auto fills your roster with a bunch of like 40 overalls. Like <laughs> that's probably what you're gonna have to do: just press the auto fill button and just have a bunch of 40 overalls and. Jeremiah Davenport. Mm-hmm. And you just end up with Andy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Who's number 23 blind stick over here? This guy sucks. <laughs> He's got sleeves on and a shooting sleeve. <laughs> right. Look at that. What is that hair? Oh, it's so fucking good. But yeah, it's real bad and I love it. And I, I just love like these old tweets that just come out of nowhere. The Kenyon Martin tweet about the F plus. <laughs> like I am just absolutely loving it. Like and Londo's been giving us so much shit. Londo's been in my mentions 15 to 25 times in the last God, fuck that three guy. or four days. Like, like, and I don't want to like add him, but I'm just like, like, I'm not going to at people during this bullshit. But part of me is like, I wonder what he's thinking. <laughs> like, Oh, he's, not, he's, he's very quiet. Right. I wonder what Londo's up to. And it's like, and I don't at anybody. I like to tell my jokes and it's just funny. Like I hate that program. I always have like dealt with their bullshit my entire life. Like, so it doesn't upset me at all. 
I, no, I, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna go out of my way to at them, but I'm gonna talk my shit. I'm gonna post a video of John Brandon dancing with Chris Mack. Like I'm gonna talk about how good luck negotiating a buyout with this guy who offers two years in a row at fifth third. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna make fun of that. You know what I mean? And and that's what's funny too. Their buyout situation's a mess. Well, they don't have money. They're, they have less football. than no money. They have less than no money. They're in a huge deficit. And to get rid of Brandon, they're going to have to buy him out like major. Like who is who just got the like the $10 million buyout? That was Archie. Archie got the $10 yeah. million yeah. buyout, I thought. Yeah. Like I think his would be not that high, but in that ballpark. And they have less than no money. Yeah, it, it's a bad look. It's like who thought – well, it probably wasn't thought out, but was it like Michael Scott from the all? office organizing all of this and then like <laughs> nothing works and you can't figure out why now i will say i did not expect it going this bad at all no i, I don't think i thought it was gonna go well to be this bad yeah i thought it was gonna go pretty well but it just kind of sounds like and i remember talking to broing about this too like i guess brandon's always been one of those my way or the highway kind of coaches yeah obviously broing's gonna know a little more than um, a lot more than we will um but <clears throat> it does seem like there's there's definitely some bad blood between the players. Like they, they went out and said like it's um, lying in deceit was was um, referenced. Yeah, like that's that's not good. It is not like there's t- definitely tension between over half the roster. And I almost said something bad. <laughs> I almost said something bad. Who's getting more decommitments, Bearcats or BA? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. We can edit it out. I just couldn't help myself. <laughs> See how I'm feeling tomorrow. <laughs> I couldn't, dude. It's what we are, bro. Like, I don't mean the angst by it, but it's just we like. Just talk shit. Yeah, it's just a good, it's a valid question. Honestly, anyway. it, might be, it might be even. <laughs> I think it's close. I don't know. They might, I think the Broken Anchor could feel the basketball team. Maybe three on three tournament. Okay, my maybe shut this out. <laughs> Moving on. Oh yeah, the NCAA tournament's happening. Wait, really? Yeah, biggest event in sport. Oh yeah. Shit. Wow, man, could have fooled me. I, so, see, so neither of you watched the selection show. No, fuck that. How uh, can you it, turn down it, the music in Greg Gumble? I mean, the selection show was on. I caught like the tail end of it, oh, but. Man. I mean, it's just different when you're not sitting around waiting yeah. like, for an ex logo to pop Why would up. you want to watch your ex-girlfriend's first date? Waiting to be the last team called again. Uh, even the year we got the one seed, last team called. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do alphabetical order the one year Xavier gets a one seed. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck <agenda>. you. <laughs> Fuck you, NCAA. Um, I just love the NCAA tournament show. It just brings back good memories, the music, uh, Greg Gumbel's voice. And, but, dude, they were drunk. I'm telling you, they were fucking up left and right. It's normally pretty, like, up. it's a pretty, you know, tied up operation. It's normally pretty fucking good. They were drunk as shit. They were fucking up everything. The year they kept fucking up is the one year that Lenardi did well. (laughs) I know. It's such an easy job. I listened to Parrish. She was talking about it. He was like, I got 67 of the 68 teams in 12 minutes. I spent 12 minutes (laughs) making my bracket, got 67 of the 68. (laughs) It's such an easy job. This is slightly off topic, but Lenardi reminded me. In the off chance any of you watched the Pac-12 tournament, I think it was the championship game, Bill Walton absolutely just trashed Joe Lenardi. They had the little promo for Joe Lenardi. He's like, I don't understand 
how you pick all these teams and just expect it to be right. You think he had Georgetown winning the Big East, and then Dave Pash is like, no, but no one did. Like, it's just his best as like educated guess, and he just continues to just trash his own coworker without a care in the <laughs> world. Do network. I like Bill Walton now? Do I like Bill Walton? The enemy of your enemy is your friend, Andy. <laughs> exactly. That's so good, dude. I, my brother told me Bill was on one. I might need to go rewatch that game. Like, that's his, but that's his championship. You know what I mean? The Conference of oh, Champions yeah. championship. You know what I mean? That's the best of the best. But, like, that is his, like, NCAA tournament championship right there. Oh, yeah. It doesn't get any bigger to him. I heard he was going wild. And then, guys, like, I've never been so excited about a playing game in my entire life. Michigan, Michigan State, State UCLA. UCLA, Thursday night, the night before it all goes down. Like, Mick's already got the excuses getting going. Like, it's already starting. And he's got to play the month. The He's got to play the entire month right now. In a game, like, dude, he is going to be on one with the excuses. Talking about having to play Tom Izzo in a playing game. Can Man, you imagine? You, you know uh, whose can... uh, thoughts on that would be great to hear would be Rick Carter's. Because obviously he has Michigan <laughs> State is. ties uh, and Izzo and stuff like that. And then obviously quite a few experiences with Nick. That would be that'd be we, something to hear. We might need to record late night, Thursday night, and talk to Rick Carter. Maybe. But <laughs> That's yeah, that'll be, be a, that'll be a great playing game. So good. I think the field's got a lot of really, really good ones that intrigue me. Um, obviously, I thought Oklahoma State got fucked at a four seed. Oklahoma State, fuck. But that Sweet Sixteen game in Illinois, man, whoo, banger, absolute be banger, fucking fire. Another game I'm looking at, looking forward to USC Iowa, Evan Mobley yeah. versus Luke Garza, banger. Oh, cream, straight cream. And Villanova versus uh, the Fighting Dude, Kelsey. If, if we, I think we were talking about this. If Winthrop beats fucking Villanova, our mentions will be fucking disgusting. Oh, my God. Fucking I will die. awful. And I want to talk to you guys about the Big East because this is obviously us, and then we can move on from the NCAA tournament bracket. We'll probably talk about it more Thursday. But four Big East teams, three of them in the 5-12 game. So it's just going to be fucking mayhem. I'll, so here's what I have in the first round. I have Creighton beating Santa Barbara, which everyone's calling is an upset, which you got to go against the grain. If everyone's calling the upset, you go against the grain, my opinion. I have Winthrop beating Nova. I think Nova's kind of a sitting duck. I do have Georgetown winning against Colorado. Col- I think Colorado's lunch meet for them. And then I've got UConn beating Maryland. So I got three of the four advancing. Do you guys have any any opinions on the Big East teams or kind of who you see going, what you see going on there? I think I – I don't think I have – in one bracket, I do have Georgetown. I feel out like six. But in like five of the six, I think I have Colorado over Georgetown. But, yeah, I have Nova losing first round, I think, in all of them, which is okay. just weird to even do. But Right. I know. Yeah. I just – they're a dead horse. I, I feel like they're kind of a dead horse right now. And, too, like I hate to do it. I know you tweeted like your brother put UConn in like the final yeah. four or something <laughs> like that. I, I'd have to go back and look. I think I have them in – the elite eight definitely the sweet 16 i can't remember yeah alabama's good team to me which is what'd you say alabama's a final four team to me um which is very big for the nato to save your guys i put texas but <laughs> i think they're three and two seeds like alabama and texas are gonna be fucking tough see this thing is alabama just lights it up they fill that bucket and they're better <laughs> defensively <laughs> The fill that bucket offense, <laughs> <laughs> almost as good as make shots. Make shots offense, almost as good. Uh, it's gonna be lit. It's gonna be lit. 
<laughs> I, dude, I'm just like Coop said this before. It's just a shame that Moorhead and Ryder couldn't meet in a play-in game. Oh, oh man. It's tragic. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. And then Colgate over Arkansas, I'm seeing, is kind of a trendy upset. I mean, Colgate's a quad okay. one team. They're, they're a top 30 team. Toothbrushes, bro. Telling you. I think the bracket actually looks really good. I think there's a lot of interesting matchups. Uh, we'll have to get into that more later. But obviously, I think the bracket that matters more today is the X-Fan bracket. Coop was going to put out a warning sign, kind of like one of those road signs. Like, if you're not a Xavier fan, you might want to stop here. Um, it's going to be purely, like, us right now. Purely Xavier Twitter. Pretty much for you, the yeah. group chat. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. If you're not into Xavier Twitter, then we were saying, like, how do you even find us? How do you know how to listen to us? Yeah, like, that's the only place we would promote. <laughs> or if you're Xavier yeah. Dynasty, you can go ahead and you can go ahead and close it right now if you want to. I think he deserves a one seed after what okay. he said to Andy. Like I am in support of that account. Yeah, me too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Enemy, like just like the enemy of the enemy is my friend and Andy's sake. Absolutely, yeah, I'm I'm on Team Dynasty here. Well, it's good for the podcast to like pick on Andy, and if there's like a video we can right. tweet out on the RBP account, I mean, I'm all for it. I, Andy, I will tell you that the second UConn loses, I do need a fuck you UConn. I'll, I'll get that for you. Okay. Appreciate I'll, that. I definitely got that. That's easy yep. money. I've been going through team by team and looking at like funny video for each team. You know what I mean? Just to have in the bank. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For when they win to tweet out See, stupid funny video this, for them. This is like, it would be good for us that we're not in the um, NCAA tournament. Well, one, we have to focus on the transfer portal. We get to attack that. Correct. And two, um, we get to focus on our trolling. We don't, have to, we don't have to worry about what game we're playing. We can figure out how to troll our other Big East brethren. <laughs> In our own fan base. <laughs> <In our> own- <laughs> but uh, anyways, Andy, could you play like that CBS music real quick? So I think that you did dude, that you course. did earlier. Yeah, it's like da 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 da. Welcome to the 2021 Xavier Selection Show, brought to you by Cap Industries. I'm actually Clark Kellogg, and they are both Greg Gumbel. We got two Greg Gumbels in the building, so I will let you guys take it away. I'll be our color guy. I'll be our Bill Walton, and you guys can be our Greg Greg Gumbel tonight. All right. Uh, Greg, how you doing? Greg here. Um, Greg, I just think you need to get a fucking uh, grip. (laughs) I've I've been told that, and uh, I couldn't agree more. But – I think we all have a pretty good grip on who our number one seed is. And that was Greg right, by the way. I told Greg he could go loose for a little bit. Maybe Greg was right. (laughs) No, I need him to to firmly grasp it. Okay, firmly grasp it. Firmly grasp it. (laughs) Just like Retire 52 has firmly grasped the number one overall seed. They will be going up against uh, quite a poetic uh, Twitter handle. At sucks steel. 
<laughs> 16 seed in the fuck off region. <laughs> Andy, what about our next matchup? So and I, I think it's a very um, qu- quality matchup between, like, I really cannot pick one. We have uh, P- at PM Thor X uh, going up against always Josh in. All, like the big eight nine game. Okay, really, that's gonna be a dog fight. I'm expecting a 51 49 matchup. Without looking at the wow. numbers or anything or doing research, I like Thor in that matchup. I'm gonna call it call it like I see it. <laughs> Thor what does about the, our the, next? Uh, Thor does have the next hammer. matchup. Well, the hammer will help. But in our next matchup, we got our guy Alex at AC Gates going up against at Muskies 08, probably in reference to 2008, which isn't 2009. <laughs> um, but uh, that one, Andy, what, what, what seeds are those? I'm struggling to follow along with the seeds here. Oh, fuck. Was I supposed to know that? Uh, don't worry about <laughs> it. It's, it's, no, that, that'll be the, um, oh. that's the, that's the 413. 413. All right. Perfect. Uh, yeah, we'll have Twitter polls where you can vote. Yeah. So watch yeah. out for that. If and we I'll, get like two votes on, and like some <laughs> don't even get votes, like, we're going to have to use our burners. Right. And I must say, Muskie's 08, he's a Cinderella. Like, keep, keep an eye on him. He's a, he's a newcomer. That's why he, that's why he kind of um, got stuck in one of the lower seats. But he's up and coming. I'd, I, I would not look, look past him, Mr. Gates. Up and coming. Now, Gates does have that senior leadership. I feel like he's been around for a little while. He has. He has mm-hmm. been. So that's yeah. important this time of the year. That's important. Andy, what about the next one? All right. So next or we Greg, got. Sorry. Next we got my guy. My guy Scoops at S Cooper Nine. Big Scoops guy. So like it's it's really. What, he's gonna be what really was his rank? One. What was his seed? He's a five seed. Okay. Okay. Uh, so the the committee probably underseated a little bit, but we're probably looking at more. Yeah, I, I would hear your gripes on that, Scoops. I would definitely hear your gripes. Oklahoma State of the draft, in my opinion. Oklahoma State of the tournament, in my opinion. The Rakeem Christmas of the, <laughs> of the X tournament. God, dude. Should have gotten a two seed just for that. <laughs> he will be going up against 12 seed at Surf XU1, which is Tim Phillips. A big time friend of the program. He big might, time. Like, you, you always know those 5 12 games are really tough. You know, always expect a couple twelve seeds to be a couple fives. That's a tough matchup. Timmy P's got some game. I'm a big, I'm a big Timmy P supporter. He's another one who's kind of like the familiarity might not be there, so like, <laughs> he might be a little. Is a young team, young team. I was trying to look him up on Twitter and literally typed in Timmy P and was like, "Where the hell is he?" <laughs> <laughs> one, uh, I think this is another one seed. Correct two, me if I'm two, wrong. Two fifteen. It's a two fifteen. Here we go. This next one's a two fifteen. Yes. Okay, so we have Xavier Grit. Oof. As a two seed going up against uh, Beardy McBeard. That's Otherwise Beardy known as Ben Mc Clemens. Beard. Ben Clemens. Don't sleep on Ben Clemens, but Xavier Grit. I will tell you, playing hot at the right time of the year right now. And it was Very borderline one seed. Uh, it was. I I feel like I mean it looks like they're the eighth um, eighth overall seed, but I expected them to be. Close, in, my, in my bracketology, I had them close to a one seed. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I know a lot of us did in our own personal bracket. He just yeah. tweeted, Chad Brennell's entered the transfer portal. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Not bad. All right, buy stock now. 
<laughs> By the speaking stock. of speaking of Andy, I believe there's another Andy. Andy, there is. Yes, we got Andy Batchelder One, mm. uh, otherwise known as Batch of Cookies. You'll, I, I, I've seen him around for quite a while, so I, heard of that guy. He, he's an established guy, <laughs> big familiarity guy. <laughs> uh, going up against a conference champion of big at Big Red Wolfer. Uh, he was, Big he Red was, Wolfer. Uh, <laughs> Big Red Hardly Knower. <laughs> oh, that's rich. I could see Andy being, though, like a Jimmer Fredette, you know, Steph Curry type of NCAA story. I could see that. I sure. could see that. But Big Red Wolfer is already off to a good start. Yeah. They have the, uh, you know, some publicity now if anyone's listening to this, off chance anyone's listening to this. But uh, in our next matchup, we got uh, our boy Musketeer season. And he's going up against our boy also, uh, Joe. I have never publicly said his last name out loud <laughs> because of the fear of mispronouncing it. Laughlin, uh, 17. Is that right? Uh, that is correct. It's actually uh, a hard G. Right. It's Lahoglin. Lahoglin, <laughs> 17. Interesting. Uh, uh, he has the 17 at the end of his name, just like Andy Pixet. There might be something there. But matching underwear. Tear season and Joe. <laughs> that's a tough three fourteen matchup. That's a good matchup. Who got, Joe got yeah. a fourteen. Is a newcomer conference wow, champion. Wow, the committee's Small. out on Joe. Man, and that's like season two. That's like Kentucky being. Uh, that's like Kentucky's AD not letting Louisville in the tournament. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, there might be some shit there. It's almost like tampering in a way. I don't know if that's the right <laughs> word for it. But. Season's coming in strong, dude. Season's been playing. Season's a ball. powerhouse. Yeah, season's a powerhouse. Actually, a Xavier dynasty. And, <laughs> and then, then we have a, a, the rounding out the fuck off bracket. We have. <laughs> <laughs> Are the brackets named by the 16th seed? Yeah. <laughs> w. Oh. And, um, so we have the 6-11 matchup of XU Keith versus at John Rito 2. I really don't know where I'm going with this one, guys. Like XU Keith got a lot of good nominations, but yeah. John Reed mm-hmm. might be coming out of nowhere. I'd have to look you at know, their it, profiles because I'm thinking pictures. I definitely, when I see the profile, I'm like, okay, cool. But hearing them, it's not always clicking. But I do like XU Keith quite a bit. He's solid. Yeah, it, it's always the overlooked matchups that tend to be like the best, most competitive rounds. Um now, this next one I'm pretty excited about, friend of the program, uh, frequent uh, mailbag submitter, and Ooh. that is at Impractical X-Fan, other known, other, what's the word I'm otherwise. looking for? Also known, otherwise, that's a good word, otherwise known as Cranjus Xavier Basketball. Yeah, and he's going up <laughs> against uh, the King Bruins um, at Fire Harbaugh. Which I don't okay. think any. I don't think they must be talking about the Ravens coach. I've seen him. But, I've seen him. Yeah. So I think I've that's seen a, one, a couple times. Now we just uh, that's the Cran just that the is, one seed. Yeah, Correct. Cran just is the one seed in the get out of my mentions uh, region. Perfect. Perfect. Now there will be obvious tampering. We're clearly a scoops podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna call it like it is. Yeah, it's a pro scoops podcast. He will be endorsed publicly. Everybody knows who we will be rooting for. And if he loses, we will probably change the vote. <laughs> we'll just stop. The, we'll stop. The whole stop the thing. count. All right. Through the COVID issues, we had to pause it. 
<laughs> then um, in the in that solid eight nine matchup, I think this guy was a little underrated. Um, at Xavier Muskie eighty eight. Now we haven't heard much Ooh, from him recently. Eight seed. Wow. Yeah, I we haven't heard much much from him recently. We heard a lot more a lot more of him in the uh, in the off season, which I feel like that's why he uh, trickled down a little bit. But definitely, it was definitely a lot to get into the tournament. He's going up against nine seed Moose Trap at at Moose underscore Travis. Oh, Moose is my guy. That, Army guy. That, that, that's that's a that's a tough little eight nine matchup. Really that is good. a tough matchup. Both teams got screwed low key. Yeah. That's a tough matchup. The the committee needs to fuck off with that one. <laughs> that they do. Yeah, for real. The fuck off committee fucked up. Then I think we got a, a, a good matchup here with with uh Nathan Wolf also using the number seventeen in the handle. Man, there's something going on, man. Test. There is something going on against that. But he's going up against our guy, uh, Lester, at save underscore Lester. Mm. He was a, a pioneer streaming uh, scrimmages earlier in the season, as you might remember. But, uh, good yeah, man. good matchup there. Till the law got him. Till the law got yeah. him. Yeah. Fuzz fucked him up. Rip. <laughs> yeah, that he did. Hate to see it. <laughs> in our next matchup, we have – and one of my one of my favorite uh, one of my favorites here uh, at Muskie Fan Three, he's a big t- big time good guy, but like he's got he's got some troll in him. Come on, uh, I like that guy a lot. Yeah, he's going up against a, a, um, a conference champion out of a conference I just made up uh, at <laughs> Joe Carlin Thirteen. He's got the thirteen in his name. Could it be lucky? Yeah, could be. Uh, next up, we have a. Uh, I like this uh, username here. Is blob all caps blob underscore ultimate, and they're going <laughs> up against uh, the powerhouse. It is musky gifs or gifs, depending where you're from. Okay, that's a solid two fifteen matchup right there. Solid. Who got the two seed? Blob ultimate. Of course. I mean, think of the name. I'm surprised. Uh, I had them one seed in my bracket. It's like. <laughs> The extreme version of like our podcast name, <laughs> Blob Love Ultimate. It. Love it. The, Who here, we got next? The seven ten matchup. We got. Uh, I think he's a little underrated. Clint from Ohio, otherwise mm-hmm. it was Clinton, California. I personally love the guy. I think he's a like. I'd be looking for him possibly overtaking Blob Ultimate in that uh, in that second round to mm-hmm. make the Sweet Sixteen. Could make a real run. Could make a solid run here. He's a that's he's a big time. I think it's a big time snub, but he might have a a pretty solid road to the tournament. Road to the Sweet Sixteen. My bet he's already in the tournament. He's I love how the committee calls out a commit uh, calls out a snub by the committee. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make the bracket. All right. <laughs> hey, uh, the did <laughs> the the, the challenge midi. Uh, he's going up against uh, seven seed underscore underscore Aubrey underscore underscore. Okay, yeah, Aubrey's my girl. Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think uh, Clint from Ohio, Clint from California. It's a tongue twister. Uh, he just absolutely roasted. Uh, who was it earlier on Twitter today? Uh, Goodman, I think. Okay. Oh yes, oh, yeah. No. Um, um, yeah. About uh, oh obsessed yeah, with ties. ties, ties to the areas. Yeah, absolutely obsessed. But phenomenal tweets. I think I like them all. So we're looking forward to that. Also looking forward to uh, the matchup between 
uh, cue ball for three, also known as J ball currently. And he, what seed is he? He's a three seed. Three seed going up against, now I do not know this person. I'm not going to pretend it's, um, to. It's Jake Willard. Jake Willard. There we go. <laughs> that's a, that, uh, that uh, that's, that's, some, that's some under, that's, that's some underseeding for Jake Willard. I like, I've been talking to him for quite a while. He's a really good dude, but cue ball. That's yeah. electric. They, their fan base is going to travel. That fan said, base is definitely going to travel. Yeah, that um. So for for the for the Willard crew, I mean, he's the only Willard on Twitter, and um, shout out Seton Hall. That like you don't fire your coach after that loss. If you around a sixty four loss there, you do not think about a coaching change. That's just a tough draw. Tough scene. So all right. So in our next matchup, we have Patty V. Going up against oh a big time Patty V guy. He's on like his third account uh, because he keeps getting suspended. <laughs> I like how he uses Roman numerals though. <laughs> like he uses like like Volner yeah. underscore eight and it's like Paul Scruggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah cool. He's sophisticated, and you can tell. We'll call it Theo John in the first half. He's on his third personal. <laughs> Clever. And then he's going up against. <laughs> He's going up against at a Donnelly fifty. He got a couple nom- nominations, so he might have he might have a crew behind him. Uh, we'll see. It'll be an interesting matchup. You know who does definitely have a crew behind them is Dana Gardens, and Ooh. are they're a, they're a one what seed. seed are they? They're a so one they're a one seed. seed. Uh, they're a one seed in the holy fuck you need therapy region. And I think that region was named after the sixteen seed. With all due respect, as I've said, I'm a fan now. Um, at Xavier Dynasty, they are the 16 seed. Andy's worst enemy. That makes us friends. And uh, good luck against Danos. You gonna need it. <laughs> Facts. All right, in our eight nine game here, we have the Battle of Alex's. We have Alex Maloney. Uh, so I, I think eight, eight seed might be a little bit too low for him, but. <clears throat> I really, I really like this match, but I think the committee did that for the TV ratings because sure. uh, he's going up against at a spec sixty four. Ooh, I um, so Maloney's got the got the got the um, age that are a little more experienced, but a specs up, up and coming. He reached himself into a nine seed. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a intriguing matchup. Tough draw. Next one I think we can be pretty excited about. We've got our man, old man Larry, and he's going up against Classy Xavier. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good matchup. Is he classy enough? enough? That's a good matchup. Is match he old up. enough? Is he classy enough? We don't know. We'll find out. Right. To you. Is she old enough is a good question, though. Is that what the 17 means? Hmm. <laughs> well said. I hope not. <laughs> Well oh, another intriguing matchup. We have we have at Zip Him Up twelve. I think he goes by Zave on the mm-hmm. Twitter sphere. Um, he's going up against UC at UC last week's Sweet Sixteen, which is um, uh, XU Grad twenty nineteen. Ooh, that's a yeah, that's a tough one. Good matchup. Oh, that's yeah. intriguing first rounders here. I like this. <laughs> I'm really excited about this next one. Hit me. 
Oh, yeah. The next one we've got our boy. We've got Patrick Maple K. Capel going up against 32 Retire, also known as Retire 32 in reference <laughs> to Ryan The Ryan Wellens Stan account. The doctor is Ryan in. Ryan Wellens Stan account going up against the guy who did something a doctor would never recommend, <laughs> eating a thousand cheese ponies in a How year. How did he not get in a movie? Like, supersize me. Oh, man. <laughs> We'll, we'll get it in the works. Hey, Cap Industries got to start. Um, uh, <laughs> we need a doc for this man out on Netflix. I think Pat's going to do some real damage in this bracket. Yeah. Just like you did to Skyline Coney's. Yeah, he did some damage to probably – where does he live? Mount uh, Adams. He Mount will Adams self-promote. I promise you that. He will oh, self-promote. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so our next matchup we have Living on Max Time, otherwise known as Max Winter, going up against at M. Hretz. Oh, this is a banger. A banger. (laughs) (laughs) That's all we got. But the next matchup, we got uh, the king of graphics. We've got uh, Gabe Gkush55, and he's going up against uh, our guy, Ahmad Sala 06. So that's going to be a good one. Kind Another of a, strong uh, matchup. Real strong. We got a extreme family group chat battle. Uh, can't wait for that. That'll be that'll be some some good competition. And, and in our next one, we got the Zave Running Man going up against XUN Fan 02. <laughs> Way better than XUM fan 01. Yeah. Push. Oh, yeah. I, well, there was an 01 until you came along. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Running Man's my guy. Oh, yeah. Running Man's great. And then also, speaking of our guy, we've got Dennis Dayton, powerhouse. Oh, Rock. is he one? I mean, he is, a one, he is the one seed in the dude, just leave me the fuck alone. You are a <laughs> psychopath. I wish you'd get the fuck off Twitter. I love the regions. <laughs> That's his uh, – I think he has a really good shot at winning the region. I know – I don't know how you could not vote for him. Now, he's going up against uh, an account I do not know, and that is at CJ2539. Andy, I assume you've said those exact <laughs> words you just uttered to at CJ2539. Um, I don't that- know anything about him. That, my friends, is Mike Saber. Okay. Saber? I, I know your Don't name. Saber. I might not. <laughs> Please don't. Yes. Man, too bad Andy was not eligible for this tournament. Could you imagine that first-round matchup? I would not have been a one seed. I can tell you that. <laughs> Moving down, though, we know who you're voting for in that uh, – Stop Mike arguing Dennis. with everybody, region. <laughs> so, <laughs> our next matchup the 8-9 matchup here we have um, Adam Maloney at Maloney M34 or AM34 sorry he's going up against at Zach Kimmett 8 so, and I, I have, I have a lot of familiar with, with Maloney he's big time soccer guy but really knows his ex-hoops I've seen Maloney for a while. Uh, Maloney's he, been around. He, I'd, I'd call him the favorite in that one. He might get, be able to give Dennis Dayton a – That could be a good uh, matchup wow. in the second Maloney. round. Yeah. That could be a fight. LSU-Michigan right there, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I think we've got a good matchup here too. We've got uh zero zero havoc, which I, I believe that's our guy Kurt, right? Kurt Percy. Kurt Percy. Oh. Yeah, and he's Kurt Percy. Great account. Seems like a great guy. Going up against Elias Armsleeve. Elias oh. Harden's Armsleeve. That's a hitter. Good first round matchup. Man. I need Bo one on the call for that one. That's a hitter right there. <laughs> That's about as big time as you get. Bill Walt needs to be oh, in the boy. next one, let me tell you. Oh, hit me. All right, we have at Julianne 29. Oh, man. Going up against obvious Travis Steele. Oh, man. Really have no idea who's going to come come away with this one. This is made, a – Made for TV. I, I, I really need to be in the room during that, like, um, during that matchup, see those two battle it out. <laughs> oh, it'll it'll slap for sure. And then moving down, we've got uh, Andy's hiding. Uh, moving down, we've got Baggy Zave, uh, two seed, I believe, going up against Absolutely. at Tim Clark, eighty nine. Ooh, and I believe that's a big, big time snub for um, Tim oh, Clark. Oh, huge snub. And I don't know that, that that's like Wichita State getting in the tournament. Um, so like that, that, that big of a mistake. So Baggy might be in for, like, there might be some Lehigh Duke vibes. I'm going through and giving him some likes right now just to make up for that snub. <laughs> three J McCall is ready in this matchup. <laughs> three J McCall. Three J Wilcher, three J McCollum. Never know. All right. The next we have, um, at CJF Clark going up against at J Hretz 76. That might be a tough upset alert right there. No doubt. I think that's collectively what we were all thinking. And then <laughs> yeah. moving down, we've got uh, Feathers, but spelled with a 34. That's Ian, correct? Yeah. Ian Featherstone. Hitter. Ian Featherstone going up dark. against not Xavier negative, but Xavier positive. <laughs> Stay Xavier, positive. The Xavier positive attitude page. One of my personal favorites because they keep me away from the negative bullshit. But Ian, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. And Ian, like Ian's, Ian's my stone. guy. Yeah. yeah Feathers. <laughs> I love them when they just don't mean anything. <laughs> Those are the best ones. And rounding out the dude, stop fucking talking to me. Get out of my bitch. I hope you get the fuck off Twitter region. We have an absolute banger. We have at J Stuff 20 going up against Jimmy Riggins at XUCC 9822. Man, who's the 15? Well, the the fifteen was the um Tim Clark said um Oh shit shit shit. I mean I was just thinking like how a regular bracket yeah, goes the, like the, yeah. Um, Shalange does Seed, not do all. correctly. Damn you, Shalange. <laughs> That's, Damn. Big time. That's a big time matchup. That is big time. That's a heater. So, um, something big about, uh, that I like about Shalange is you can do bracket predictions. So all you gotta do is log in, um, to oh, this turn. I'll post the link and all you gotta do is log in and you can make your bracket predictions. Nice. And, uh, we'll, we'll start the tournament. We'll start the tournament when what do you think? Friday, Thursday, yeah, Friday. Friday. Yeah, I say Friday. Friday. Yeah, fuck Friday. It. Yeah, fuck it on Friday, and yeah. So get your pra- get your bracket predictions in by Friday morning, and 
We'll see who comes out with the best one. Stay quarantined. We, if there is a positive, we will have a replacement team behind them, uh, ready to go. Um, but just stay, stay positive and test negative, and eat your cold sandwiches and like it. As a, we, everybody, everybody, please respect the bubble. We did give you Cheetos and Chex Mix, so you really shouldn't be asking for any more. You're just lucky <laughs> we're having a tournament. <laughs> I was upset the Muskies 34 isn't in there. Catelyn, she always has some funny like mm. bullshit, and she just started liking me for the first time in like a year. I think she finally <laughs> unlocked me. And so, like, she, she had to work her way back. She might be a replacement team. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> Un- unlike Louisville, unlike you're not allowed. Not allowed. Hopefully, everyone stays healthy. <laughs> roll blob. That, that would be dope, though. Before we roll blob, okay. what if Michigan State got positive? We had a Mac Mick <laughs> banger. Wow. Damn. That would be insane. Now. Wait, wait, wait. Turn it all up. Yeah. Look, I got enemies, got a lot of enemies. Got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. They trying to take away from a nigga. Fucking with the kid and pray for your nigga. I got girls in real life trying to fuck up my day. Fuck going online, that ain't part of my day. I got real shit popping with my family too. I got niggas that can never leave Canada too. I got two mortgages, 30 million in total. I got niggas that are still trying fucking me over. I got rap niggas that I gotta act like I like. But my acting days are over, fuck them niggas for life. Yeah, I got enemies, got a lot of enemies. Got a lot of people trying to drain me of this energy. Trying to take away from a nigga. Fucking with the kid and pray for your nigga. I got people talking down, man, like I give a fuck. I bought this one a purse, I bought this one a truck I bought this one a house, I bought this one a mall I keep buying shit, just make sure you keep track of it all I got bitches asking me about the code for the Wi-Fi So they can talk about the timeline And show me pictures of their friends Just to tell me they ain't really friends Ex-girl, she the female version of me I got strippers in my life, but they virgins to me I hear everybody talking about what they gonna be I got high hopes for you niggas, we gon' see I got money in the course, so all my niggas are free. About to call your ass a Uber, I got somewhere to be. I hear fairy tales about how they gon' run up on me. Well, run up when you see me, then we gon' see. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies. Got a lot of people trying to drain me of this energy. Trying to take away from a nigga. Fucking with the kid and pray for your nigga. Fuck all of you niggas, I ain't finished Y'all don't wanna hear me say it's a go Y'all don't wanna see when, when, 50 or woe I got real ones living past Kennedy Road I got real ones with me everywhere that I go I'm trying to tell you, I got enemies Got a lot of enemies Every time I see them, something wrong with their memory Trying to take away from a nigga So tired of saving all these niggas, Mike I got enemies, got a lot of enemies Got a lot of people trying to drain me of this energy Trying to take away from a nigga Fucking with the kid and pray for your nigga I'm off this nigga